Welcome back for another episode of More Fish Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at More Fish Pod. You can follow me personally at Jamar M. Dixon on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, today we have my good friend Jonathan Wellington, a.k.a. Wells. Uh, he's, he's a traveler. Uh, he's a real estate agent, um, entrepreneur, and just an overall really, really, really good dude. So uh, check this episode out. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Uh, really interesting, really interesting stuff in this one. Uh, more fish podcast. Oh, you niggas gonna have to kill me, but y'all not gonna kill me because I'm preaching positivity and love and keeping it on me. Uh, yeah. Building the empire. I'm the 24 year old Nucky Thompson. The main reason why all of these gifted rookies stomping. You know, like when you know there's like a whole system in between there, between where you are. Right. It's like how do you get from this point to that point? Right. So crazy. you start. That's that's kind of what helped me. I latched on to somebody. Um, probably mostly my friend Scotty. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Haitian dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him became best friends there, and um, started like in a weight room. Right. Um, I I didn't lift weights before. You know, I was like. 15, 16. So he was strong as hell. He was a real good athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, like real jacked up. Like, you know. So I would just follow him in the in the weight room and just copy his exercises. Right. And that's how I learned. And then you take different things yeah, you, that work, you put yeah. it together, and the next thing you know, you know, you got your own regimen. But right. um I took that type of thinking to the classroom. Mm. Because cause school was always easy. Like growing up but i didn't care anymore like once mm-hmm. i hit like middle school it was just i was just going through the motions right right because everybody else was too right so then when i got there it was like now you look like a dummy because everybody's getting like all a's and like b's here and there right and you're getting like b's and c's and yeah so now like i don't want to feel stupid yeah, or look yeah. stupid right 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 so that's when i started like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do it this way Right. And I started, you know, doing better and, um, you know, got back in the advanced classes that I probably should have been in the whole time. Right. Yeah. 100%. You know, that type of thing. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy how, like, they just... always try to make learning seem like it's not social. Cause I used to, I used to work in, uh, I don't know if we're running right now, but, yeah, um, yeah. you good. When I was, uh, working in, uh, the Newark, uh, the, um, education in Newark or whatnot. And I would see kids, like, you can notice when a kid is, like, purposely not trying. Right. Like, they're smart. They have the how-to, but they're purposely not trying. And you like, wait, this person's trying to appeal to these dudes. Yep. And if he's too smart, he, he's not in his class with mm-hmm. these dudes. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. That happened to me. That happened to me that's, that's, sure. when I, that's what I picked up. I was for like, sure, okay, you probably yeah. was like. Yeah, because I was always in them classes. And then I was like. What, what am I taking advanced classes for? For right. what? Right. For what? But they don't. They don't tell you there. You know about like AP classes and college credits, credits. early when you're in high school that could be beneficial later. You don't know nothing about that. So in my mind, I'm just like I'm just taking harder high school classes mm-hmm. or harder middle school classes. Right. For what end? Like it's right. not making a difference. Right. It don't it don't make a difference. I can mind. I can get I can breeze through them classes and get a B. Right. 
if I just take the easier classes, I can do nothing and get an A. Right, one hundred percent. So one hundred percent. You know, so that's when. Um, but you know, you change the environment, then it changes the way you think because you just it's just like monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, it is exactly. That's all it was, monkey see, monkey do. I remember my uh, freshman year, I went to Estes Catholic, which is in East Orange, and it's all boys school. Mm-hmm. So it first of all it was already brand new. I'm like all boys school, what the heck? <laughs> so, but there, honestly, maybe like one of the greatest years of my life because really? it's all boys school. It's nothing to do but focus on your work or focus on your sports. So everybody right. excels in one or the other, right? And it, and then you got like an older brother system, like you know, like we were competing with 4.0s, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 like. Yo, yeah, we had a hundred, but I'm at I'm I'm doing this. So it was like I was competing. Right. Like it was all competitive. It's all guys. So in a we positive could, way. In though. a positive way. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. Like we competing in class. Right. Track team. Seniors like, yo, nah, we lifting this, we doing this. So it was just like we you just focus. Mm-hmm. You just focus. Like right. it's no distractions. Where you know, you go to school with the girls, then you competing for You competing for that for the girl, exactly. you competing for attention. And we had a sister school. We had a sister school. So that was it was dope. It was dope just to to have that that camaraderie or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So and then when I we transferred, my my school ended up um Archdiocese, Newark, Newark was shutting down a bunch of pretty much black Catholic schools. Mm. So then we like, damn, where are we going to go now? So I ended up going to St. Pat's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Same, no, St. Anthony's is the one that shut down now. The, yeah, St. Anthony's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pat's unfortunate, man. All of these, and yeah. again, most of these schools were... Patterson Catholic, too. They, they, PC. They, yep, PC used to be the shit when I was growing up. Like, if you were anybody that could play, like, for real. That's where you went. Yep. Everybody, all the top athletes went there. Right. Or they either went there or they went to St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Is St. Mary's still open? St. Mary's, St. Mary's. Really? I'm not it's sure. Like, that's the one in East Rutherford, I think, or Rutherford. One, one yeah, of the it was a bunch. I th- well, St. Peter's is still around because that's... You notice that the the, the schools that are, that's most mostly white or other like are yeah. still around. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's interesting, man. It's interesting, but yeah, I I, I took a lot. I took a lot from that. Yeah, one hundred percent. You you're from Newark or East Orange? I grew up. I grew up in Irvington. Oh, Irvington. I grew up in Irvington, oh. but I spent you know I, I, a good part, especially like high school and on. I grew up in East Orange too, so. Oh, okay. But originally Irvington, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's different. Yeah. So how's it, it's real different going from there to uh now you travel a lot, you know. Yeah. Going from Irvington to like I saw you were in uh you were in Ethiopia. Yeah, uh what was that? December of twenty eighteen. Um yeah. I was in Ethiopia. The whole that whole the whole story of just getting into travel was 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 interesting because Growing up, you see people travel, you see, you know, you watch shows, like, I used to watch a lot of Anthony Bourdain, like, okay. you know, like, traveling, cooking, whatever. And growing up in an inner city, that's not something you see. No. <laughs> traveling to us was what? I didn't even know who Anthony Bourdain was. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what, like... I don't know where were where were places that maybe friends or family would travel to that you like. Oh wow, like okay, I want to go there or Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miami. Um, 
We went to Disney World. Disney World, Florida. Um, I think Florida was in my mind. And one time we went on a Disney cruise. Okay. So that was like a little more intricate. Right. Because you go to a couple different islands. Right. I mean, you, it's like a stop, but, you know, you, it's still an experience. Right, right. You know, as a kid, it's obviously different. You know, go to to the Virgin Islands. Right. Uh, I think we went to St. Martin, St. Thomas. Okay. Uh, that's pretty fire though that's actually it is but like it's different when you're like 12 it's just all look the same everything it don't mean shit you know it's just a beach it's hot right you know one one of the places we couldn't even get off the boat like it was too hot so they said everybody stay on yeah honestly the only place i remember and i was i was hella appreciative we went because my family is mostly from down south so we did we we did like road trips down south to see family so i was like do that too where's your family from um both my parents are from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, for Tennessee. Um, my but, father from South Carolina. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I have family in Tennessee, Georgia, Cali, Detroit, yeah. you know. Them place. road trips. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do that. Too. So I was just like, yo, <laughs> this is great. I'm out I'm out of state. Like, the world felt huge, you know? Yeah, yeah. Crazy story. When I was when I was working in education, I used um, and I was, and even before then, I was, like, substitute teaching and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it in Montclair. And then I had also did it in Newark, and I saw the the difference. Mm. Like I used to have my 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 students and kids in Newark. They'd be like, oh, they'd be like, um, I used to ask them, you know, where are you going? You know, what you doing for spring break? They're like, we probably go to Jersey Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to Jersey Gardens. We'll go to Jersey Gardens or whatever. We may go to New York. I'm like, okay, you gonna catch the subway? Go to New York? Yeah, you no. Know. That's fun. I'm like dollar that's slice. Tw- that's um, twenty. That's twenty minutes away. Word. I lie to you not. I remember. Um, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Uh, it was at Montclair High. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kid's like, so like, what you guys doing for? Uh, this was like a different year. This is probably a year before before I was working in Newark. Kids was like, yeah, I, I'm going to Japan. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> This kid was flexing like, yeah, me and my family, we going to Tokyo. Big contrast. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Soft flex. You got it. <laughs> y'all got it. Got y'all, it. Y'all, y'all going on a real vacation. Yeah. Like, y'all doing it. Man. So I'm just like, yo, the like, it's just different. It's what's, just the, different. what's the furthest? Were the road trips like the furthest you had gone? As far as like being a kid, as a kid, up like high school, yeah. like that, yeah. I think the further, yeah. no, I went on for track, and this is when I knew like yo, sports can and different things could take you places. Mm, yeah, I was true. running track at the time, and during the summer we had um, I forget the I forget the name, but basically uh, you you uh, compete against track teams for other cities. So I I was on the Newark team mm. for track, and we went to Oakland. Yeah, we went to Oakland. Um, Indian Hills. Yeah, um, I don't where did, I don't remember where we spe- uh, specifically ran. Had to be there. It had to be there. Yeah. But for for uh, youth games, there you go. Youth games. Okay. So youth games for the Newark team, we went to Oakland, covered flight everything, and I was like, oh wow, like Cali, especially California. Oh, you talking about Oakland, California? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Oakland, New Jersey. Okay, oh, okay, no, okay, no, no. okay, okay. Oakland, California. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oakland, California. So gotcha, I'm like, gotcha. Oh, I guess in your mind, being from Jersey, from the East Coast, I think you always think about California as like, yo, palm trees, palm and shit. trees. Right, if you could right. get there, it's like, yo, this is this is it. <laughs> yeah. So we went there, and I was like, okay, I, this this is something I, I definitely want to f- feel more of this, yeah. like with this with this travel. What was about. it like in Oakland? Then? Oh man, 
to just to compare, one, the weather was amazing. Seeing palm trees, everything just seems different. The energy is different. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's the first thing you feel when you travel. It's like especially California. California, you just California like okay, the air is different. Yeah, this is different. I noticed that. Oh, this mad. I, I always remember my mom like, oh, there's there's a lot of uh, homeless people, <laughs> mm. but it's like for being from Newark, and you just think of cold weather. I'm like homeless in cold weather. Homeless and nice weather. I'm like, right. this seems like it's probably it's, way better to yeah. be homeless. This is where you want to be. This is where you want to be. Yeah. So I, I, I pictured. I'm like, damn, this is weird. Like, it just seems different. The weather, the mm-hmm. energy, like, the whole thing. But I'm like, wow, this is California. Like, this is dope. Yeah. So that's probably one of the first memories. I'm like, okay, California is still like that to, to me. Mm-hmm. When I go there and I see those homeless people, sometimes, sometimes I don't even know they're homeless. Right. I remember walking down. Um, down Melrose, right, in West Hollywood, and this is a guy standing outside the store, and he got a dog. Yep. But he didn't. You, you, you we know what homeless people yeah, look we like. One hundred percent. Yep. And um, I don't know if he asked for money or something. He did something that made that made him jump out to me because right. before that he was just standing. There, I ain't paying no mind, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit! Like this dude, he's he's laying there. Right. And I'm like, this is real awkward because right. like his dog looked real kept. Yeah. And he don't look that bad. This is not East Coast homeless. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day, like beautiful day. It wow. was like 80 degrees, like perfect weather. Wow, beautiful. And I'm just like, yo, this shit is weird. like this is not Penn Station. So like, how you how did you pick up he was homeless though? I I don't re- I wish I could remember. He did or said something that made it click for me, and okay. I was like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> he's he's asking he's begging for money or right, something. Right, he did. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't even notice that. But um, it's, it's California a, definitely has different It's a energy. mind fuck. I, I, it is. It, it's, definitely a, it's definitely a mind fuck. It is. Because you, that's not what you see. When I went to, yeah, when I went to, uh, I, I think I was on, I guess I was on Skid Row. I think I was like the first time I was yeah. on Skid Row when I was in Los Angeles. And I'm like, this is different. Like, yeah. this is, this feels different. This is mad weird. Like, yeah. that. Not far. You got people that got millions of dollars mm-hmm. that spend this money. Then Skid Row's right here. Yeah, it almost seems like Skid Row is like propped up as like an as like an attraction. Right. That's the weird like part. You got to see it, it, right? Like you in yeah. LA, you got to see both sides. And the fact that it's surrounded by all that goodness, mm-hmm. and then it's Skid Row. Yeah. It's like they probably could change this, but then it's like, well, how would they change? They probably kick the people out, maybe arrest them. So maybe that's mm-hmm. not good either. But. Um, or create housing, you know. Yeah, but you know they won't. So, yeah, right? like, <laughs> you know, the alternatives are probably not that good. Be the, that that would be the answer too easy. That answer is way too easy, right? right? Like, look at look at what it's surrounded by, right? And then uh, to have that in the middle of it is like this is almost like another public attraction for them. Yep. It's, it's, it's almost I like even th- I never even looked at it that way. That's, and, I, and that's what it is. That's what it seems like. It's like going to see the Empire State Building, right? Or going to see. Uh, Going to see Hollywood. Right, right. You know, going to walk down Melrose. Let's walk wow. down Skid Row. You know, it's, it's kind of like that. You and know what's weird. crazy? Now that you mention that, I think about, especially it's just holiday season, looking at, um, what's the movie that did that? Uh, like Home Alone. Home Alone kind of marketed homeless, robbing, you know what I mean? Like that whole <laughs> thing was like, damn, they actually marketed that about New York City, right? Like, yeah, they did. That's a part of New York City. Going to the park, going to Central Central Park. Mm-hmm. You see creepy people, but right. you see people with money. The Waldorf, like, that's all a part of people coming to New York. Like, right. they want to see 
People low key want to see that. They want to see the high end. So they want to see the shopping. They want to see we spoiled the it. subway. We from here, like yeah. we from twenty minutes away. So right, right. I, I've always wondered what people's uh, reaction was to visiting a New York for the first time. Right. Because I'm like, like, I remember I went to Paris. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is like New York City. Mm. Like, uh, like I'm cool. You know, like I just want to find good food and right. just you know see some see something nice. But like you go to you go to um the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. um, and it's like you go I there. have yet to go. So I'll, you, you, I mean, you, you take some good on. pictures and then you just right. sleep. It's crowded as hell, but you know it's just like going to New York, right out right outside, like right on the perimeter mm. of where the Eiffel Tower is. You got um. These Africans selling like little memorabilia, mm-hmm. little fake people hustling, hustling that's, just that's just is. like New. It's just like New York, right? But you know these dudes, like you could tell these like Ivory Coast, yep, um, Senegalese, sen- yep, yep, a lot of Senegalese, yep, all of that, and yep. it's 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 real for them. It's real, yeah. This is very real. Like they look like they got there yesterday. Wow, like that's. That's crazy. I got pictures of them. I, it might be on that camera. I'll show you when we uh, when we start recording. But I, I was just snapping pictures, random pictures, and mm. they were out there selling stuff while everybody's around, you know, doing their thing. But um, it's it's like, you know, it's like whatever to I, me. I feel the, like the attractions. I feel like people, whenever we go to a place, obviously we see photos. I feel like Instagram has done that, where it's just like it mystifies a place. Yeah, for sure. And it's like. It's the place you go into, and then it's the people that live there. It's like it's, yes. it's two different cities. Yes, you know. So you're visiting like this enclosed, mm-hmm. safe, yep. uh, this thing that was built specifically for visitors, right? Versus, yep. you know, just going to the real place. Yeah, exactly. Is it's like coming? It's like coming to New York and going to see the Freedom Tower, right? taking a tour on one of them big Chinese buses or whatever them things is, right, them double-deckers. Right. Which I've never done. No, we would never do that. I feel like one day, and I told I myself, I was that. like, nah, hell no. one day I feel like I'm going to just do it, just to be like, okay, what do y'all see from this point of view? I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. But you know what? This is one thing I will say. Traveling, I used to travel and not do tours. Mm-hmm. Whether it's with tour guys or with people or locals that I meet and they give me the history or whatnot, when you know the history of places, it does change the way you look at it. Like, True. let's say you do Chinatown, right? There used to be a show on um, what's the new what's the New York Channel? It's like nine. It might be Channel Ten or Eleven. It's just New York local shows and, and news. NYS, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They had a show on there called the the hidden facts in New York. Like this this uh, Chinese chick that just went to certain places and gave you all these details about secrets about New York. And I used to be like blown away because really? we walk past all this stuff. All these little signs like they mean something. That's some Illuminati shit, right? It's there. like <laughs> someone was someone posted on Instagram was like, oh like in the case that we're hit with radiation there's places all over New York City that are like radiation shelters. What? And there's like signs on on the buildings that let you know wow. where they're it's they're like safe havens for like that. That's like they're like protected like radiation from like like an atomic bomb or something. Shit like that. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, yeah. And they're all over New York. And it's like a map. It's a map. But I'm like, we don't know that. They didn't give us that map. It's 
If I can find it, I'll forward it to you on Instagram. Thank you. But I just thought of, I'm like, yo, there's so much stuff that we don't know. Like, right. there's so many things. There's hidden tunnels in Chinatown that right. lead all these crazy things. But it's like, or like, uh, what's another crazy fact? Uh, Central Park was was where like people of color used to meet, you know, and and have. I think it was called Seneca Village. It was called Seneca, Seneca Vill- Village. Seneca Village was what Central Park used to be called. Really. Yep, it used to be called Seneca Village. It's all. Why did Why did black people meet there specifically? Like, was that um, like a safe place for them to go? Yeah, it's funny that the city was built outside of that, and they only kept that specific. I mean, that's the only real green part of you know grass in right. the city now. Right. Um, all these weird, interesting things, but it's like sometimes knowing, doing those little tours, like yeah, yeah. you could get that stuff. Like, oh damn, that, I it, still do them. Cool. Okay. If yeah. I go places, I'll still yeah, do them. Right, I'll right. still, uh, you know, like I'll still do like one or two. I like to explore on my own a lot. Right. To right. Be honest. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Like uh, Paris, I went to Paris um, with my friend Ariel, and uh, she had been there already, um, so she was helpful. But um, we went around seeing things on our own. Like we mm. did everything by ourselves. Right. Right. And. Um, it was fun. We got lost a couple times, which... It's good to get you lost. You don't trip, though, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. don't know where you're at anyway. Right, right. So it doesn't really matter. Right. But um, I, I like to do it that way. I just don't like being on, like, some tour guide's time. Yeah. That's that's the part of it for me that I don't like, the, right, the right. time part. But, right. um, yeah, I'm not I'm not against... Right. I do the sightseeing still. Yeah. Um, what's I'm the other? Like went to the you. Louvre. Yeah. You know, which that was really why I wanted to go. I mm. wanted to see... I actually wanted to see that. Got you. Um, and, and that was... That's an impressive place. That's not one of those things where you get there and you're like, this is it. It's like, no, nah, that shit is impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, that shit is impressive. Yeah, the, the inside, outside, everything is impressive. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah, definitely. Eiffel Tower is like, that shit might as well be the Statue of Liberty, man. Look, I don't give a fuck here. about this thing. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't Because it don't have no significance. It's like, okay. But I am glad I saw it, though. Right. You know, like I said, you get some good pictures. Right, right. Um, You know, it's, it's, still, it's still worth it to me. Right. It's just... How many times would you go back? I think now, again, I think social media has done this where uh, we, we've we taken, like, the real intention out of travel, like yes. what it's supposed to be yes. versus it's a great photo. Taking the experience out. It's it's great. I mean, it's great to have great photos, right? That's what you're going to remember. Right. But the conversation about it, what yeah. are you going to say right. to whoever, your kids? Right. Okay, what can you tell me about this place? Why is it special? You encapsulate the whole trip into like three pictures. Just three pictures. When really, you know, there's so much more right. to do or see. Uh, really meeting people is the best part. Of, right. Outside of the food, as long as the food's good. Right. Meeting the people that are from there. If you can meet somebody from wherever you're going, that's the best thing you can oh, do. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, that's the best. I went to uh, Jamaica. Like, mm-hmm. that was probably the first. That was the first place I traveled as an adult. Mm. Like on my own, right? I was with uh, with one of my ex girlfriends at the mm. time, and um, while we were there, you know, we were on the resort for like a day and a half, right? And I was like, honestly, like I'm bored. Like this shit is boring. Um, like I could see the beach any day. It's Jamaica. It's the beach. It's, it's right there. <laughs> it's the sun. It's water. It's nice. It's beautiful. But like, I want to do something. I'm bored as hell. And we were in the grill. So um, randomly, we ran into this white couple. Um, they were from somewhere down. I think they were from like Louisiana or somewhere. And uh, they were telling us how they met this guy named Cliff. And Cliff had a he had a glass boat. 
No, it wasn't a glass boat. He had a regular boat. Um, and he took them to this little piece of land that you could see from the resort, but there's nothing there. It's just trees. Mm. There's, no, there's no buildings. It's a small piece of land in the middle of the water. So he's like, he took them there, and uh, they they paid him a little bit of money, maybe like a, a buck fifty or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took them there. He cooked them lobster, like fresh lobster that they just wow, caught, fresh like catch. yeah, like off of a, a wood grill that they made right there on the island. Like they just wow, literally just made a, the grill. Vi- that sounds like a vibe. Right yeah. There. So I'm like, <laughs> and he's showing us pictures. I'm like, oh, this shit is not like, yeah, yeah I want to do this. That's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. And we were young. We were we were twenty. One or twenty two oh, at the time. Young, yeah, we were young. young so game, yeah. yeah, and this this couple they had to be they're like in their forties. So I'm like, y'all want to do that? Uh, put me in touch with him. So he gave me his number, and uh, I call him, set it up, and I'm like, and everything is everything over there is like it's, it's dope because on their it's time. like yo, how much <laughs> how much you want for this? You yeah. know? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll talk about that later. How how, how much you want to give me? Like that type of thing. Right, everything right. is like a you know a negotiation. Right. So I'm like. All right, uh, is like 120 enough? He's like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, because it ain't shit to him. Like, right. he's just taking us over there. Right, he would do that anyway. Yeah. So he takes us. He's like, you guys want to go alone, or do you want? Do you mind if you know the people? Because it was like locals over there. Oh. So the couple, they, I guess, they opted to do it on their own. Gotcha. Because all the pictures, it was nobody there. Gotcha. gotcha. So we were like, nah, we don't care. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll party, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yo, we get there, bro. They got a DJ booth set up. They having a whole fucking party on this little island. That's, that's whole, fire. It was, it was like 100 people, and people just kept showing up. Like, you had to boat. You had to boat your way over there. Right, right. So, so they like, just taking boat. It just back drop and forth. off. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, people keep going, getting more people, and somebody else would go and get more people. Right. And next thing you know, it's like 100 people on this little piece of land. It's lit. DJ yeah. is blasting music. They cook, cooking us lobsters and bread. And, uh, yo, it was amazing. Now they're telling us stories. They're telling us about uh, their government and the things that they faced over the past like 100 years Ooh. how the government took their land um the european government right. uh took their land and uh you know like they were they were mad you know like they were mad people and not just them but that's the ex- that's that's what it's about you know what yeah, i mean yeah it like, was it was dope cuz you got to learn about. yeah you yeah. got to learn like firsthand yeah yeah not reading no uh you know newspaper or right. you know internet articles like the right. people out of their mouth like yo this is how we this feel about this shit. yeah this is this what's happening going, yeah. this is how we feel and um and they were they were super cool yeah. like it was just us and like a hundred of them and we were, can, you can't we were how chilling. can you not feel connected at that point facts you know what i mean i so had dreads at the time so i was like they they was thinking you I had was dreads like, yeah man Wow, I gotta yeah, see a picture of that. I gotta find that's after the show because <laughs> I gotta dig that up then I gotta dig that up wow. yeah see. so like my shit was short I didn't have no length then, but you know I was trying to get my length up. But um, I had dreads then too, so they they were like fucking with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like they fucking with you on that. Yeah, yeah. everything like you know. Off the it's strength. love though. Exactly, yeah. it was yeah. a lot of love. It was a lot of love. But like that's the type of shit that I go away for. Like, yeah. For that, that's what I'm about too. Like that boss. that one day was that made that made your trip. That was the if whole. If you trip. left after that, you was like, I'm good. That was the whole <laughs> trip. That was the whole trip. I'm for me. good. Yeah. So I, and and that being like my first real adult vacation, I was. Like that set a precedent for me. Like mm-hmm. I gotta like this is what I want to do when I go away. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, I just got lucky. You know, yeah. I got lucky to have that experience. But you know what it was? You was open to that happening. Though. For sure. For sure. Think about somebody else that's like, 
a boat yeah. to an island that's yeah. not nobody on it. Or who is this guy? Or you is it safe? And that's always the one question. Is it safe? Is it safe to go here? Is it safe? Like, yo, it's it's. I, I live around, like, I live right by Patterson. Sometimes it's not safe to walk down the street, but I'm, I got to go I gotta go to the store, right? <laughs> I don't do that when I'm home. I'm not going to do that nowhere exactly. else. Exactly. But how, you know how many people wouldn't, they wouldn't have never done that. I know. You don't know this guy. You calling him up. The, the, Yo. Uh, the resort didn't recommend him. Right, right. <laughs> he people, didn't have a brochure He didn't have a airport. brochure. <laughs> it's just a phone number. Yeah. And his phone number was crazy, The too. phone number was probably. It was like a WhatsApp number. A, like a WhatsApp, 12 digits. 20 digits. <laughs> It was. Meet them here. It was, too. There's yep. no set price. Yep, yep. We're American. Yep. He's getting the food out the water. We don't know if it's clean. Like, Yo, it's people, so People go on vacation with worries. I'm like, I, I feel, can't do this. I feel like a lot of people go away, and they kind of expect the same type of experience that they get at home for some reason. Mm-hmm. Or that's what they're looking for, the same type of experience. Like, oh, I don't want to eat, like, the food. Of this country, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. It's like, you could have stayed home you and went to home. Fridays for a cheeseburger. You went all the way to this island or this country across seas to to eat a cheeseburger? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it blows my mind. Or to sit man. by the pool. Like, you could have just, you could have you could have rented a hotel for the night and did that. And a lot of people do it. A lot of people go to a farm place and sit on the resort. Pull this close. They, they go on an island. They go to a you know wherever they go, and they sit on the resort. Yeah, like it's cool if that's what it is for that specific moment. Like, oh, yeah. we want to whatever, cool, whatever. Right. But you don't get anything. You can't say you know anything about the local lifestyle no. or whatever. Like, yeah. what's the point? You, you know? kind of go home empty a little bit. You, you know? go, you go home empty. Yeah. You know, going on the trip that I went on. So I was working. In education, it was crazy. I was working at one of the worst <laughs> high schools at the time in Newark. I was stressed the whole bit. And years prior, I was like, oh, like, I want to go backpacking. Mm. First of all, black people don't go backpacking. <laughs> I'm saying this is this is what this yeah. is what people were telling me when right. I was planning this out. This like is this is this is a stereotype. This is what people say, like right. you're gonna go where? You're gonna do what? Where did you? Where were you planning to go? Uh, when I was doing my research, I was like, okay, where can I go where I can see the most? I can extend, you know, extend my money the longest and, and go the you know furthest I could go. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely gonna do South Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. It makes the it made the most sense for me at the time. But I didn't know when I was gonna take this trip. But mm-hmm. being at the school year was crazy. I was like, you know what? In the school year, I was gonna book a one way ticket. <laughs> now telling your family this, you ain't even coming back. Telling your family, knowing this in my mind, saying I'm going to do this in my mind is one thing. All right, boy, I'm saving money, whatever, whatever. I've been doing this for like a year, saving money. But telling your family this, telling your friends this, they're like, okay. Yeah. They probably thought you lost your damn You're, you're, you're bugging, bro. Yeah. You're going to go by yourself. Like, no one's going with yeah. you. You're going to come back like Martin when he went on that retreat. <laughs> you're coming back like Martin. You're going to go on the hot, like the highs. Like, <laughs> like you're doing the, the pilgrimage. Like, what's good? Like, But in my mind... It's funny, you know what's so crazy? You mentioned that in my mind, this was my pilgrimage. Mm. That's that's, and I'm a huge like. You go to my place, I have a pit, I have a drawing of Malcolm on my wall. Yeah, one of my biggest influences. So it's funny you mentioned that. Mine too. That's so yeah. when you mentioned that, like this in my mind, this was like this is gonna be my way to like tap into something bigger than what I know back spiritual home. Spiritual journey. A spiritual journey, and it definitely did that. So my parents was, you know, they were afraid. 
mind you, my older brother, my older brother, he grew up with hip hop. Like he grew up with Wu Tang. So he he's a pretty like he he grew up with that mentality of like hardcore or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the few times and he's like, yo, I don't know if you should do that. So my mom, I'm like, mm. what? I don't you know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah. Like yeah. any other time you <laughs> You hardcore or right, whatever. Right, right. But he was just like, I don't know. Thought you was Shaolin. Like, really? You should, like, <laughs> come on. He did he was the same way when I told when I told him that I was gonna uh <laughs> other time he was like that was when I, I told him I was gonna go skydive. I like some friends said they was going. Skydiving nuts. Yeah, and I was like nuts. I told him I was like, Yeah, I'm going skydiving um like in two days or whatever. He was like, I don't know, bro. I was like, come <laughs> on. That just emboldened me. I'm a Sagittarius, so if you kind of embold us, like we're doing it. Like we're, that, it. that's just how we are. But yeah, took the I, I booked the one way ticket to Bangkok. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I did couch surfing, and I don't know if you're familiar with couch surfing, but no, what is that? Couch surfing is a is an app, uh, a website where you can reach out to people that live in certain cities. You say couch? It's called couch surfing. Oh, yeah. couch surfing. Couch surfing. Okay. Okay. And you reach out to them. And they can, and they'll say, "Hey, I got a bedroom, or I got a bed that you can like crash and stay for however long." Okay. I just wanted to try it because I was like, "Let me see if I can at least do it for the first couple of days." Oh yeah. With someone who knows the city and knows the country, and that can help me, you know, mind you, this, I go front. You was bugging. I was. So I'm, so I'm bugging. <laughs> it's about to get crazy. So, I reach out to this dude. Some Russian dude, mind you. <laughs> so just thinking, like, you're a black man. Yeah. You're, you're, I don't know how old I was at the time. I probably was like 25, 26, whatever. Yeah. So Russian dude. He's been living in Bangkok, Thailand for five years. Speaks fluent Thai. Mm. He has a separate, he has a two-bedroom place. So the other bedroom, he allows people to, you know, couch surf or whatever the case is. Mm. Um, he had been, he had hosted over 400 people. Damn. 400 people he had hosted from all over the world. I was the fourth American he had ever hosted. So where, just, where were most of his guests from? Well, traveling out there and backpacking, I traveled with mostly I traveled with mostly Europeans and Australians for the most part. Mm-hmm. Cuz this is what they do. Like they 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 grow up knowing, they grow up being taught travel the world. Well, the Europeans especially because they have that that system um with the uh what do you call it? The the Euro um what do you call it? Where they're all connected. Um uh uh oh my god. I'm bugging. I know what you're saying. I know and what like you're saying. Britain's to say. trying to leave or Brexit. Yeah, yes. Yes. I can't think of the I can't think of the, the bugging. That sounds so stupid term. right now. But um mm-hmm. yeah, so like they move around country to country like we do state to state. Right. It's the same thing for them. Yeah. It's the same concept. Yeah. Their visa's good anywhere. Exactly. They just yeah. get on the train and yeah. go for it. Their them. passport's good anywhere. It's easy for them to get a go visa. Go to Spain, anywhere. go to Portugal, wherever they want to do. Right, right. For us, it's like to leave the country is leaving the country. For right. us to go from here to Wyoming right. is basically the same thing as them going from Spain to Germany. Right. And the system's in their favor. It is. Their dollars, their money's weighted heavier, you know? It is. So you got to think about it, you know, you're, you're, you know, you living in the UK, you live in here, you live in there, your money's weighted high. Um, this is Europe, right? So you already see brown countries as whatever. So you, you don't have no fear. Yeah. You don't have no fear. Like, right. Like everything is, is already stacked in their favor. So like, you're not worried about anybody mistreating you or whatever, you know? 
So just on a mental level, like, they don't even have that. We have a wall, right? So it's like, if we had all the money in the world, we would still probably have that first wall saying, am I safe? Yeah. How am I going to be treated? This right. This. right. That's, they don't even see that. They got, the union they, is way different over they there. They got their op- open roles already. Right. That's what we talked about earlier about that mindset thing. Like, their mindset is already like, oh, I'm going to go there and finesse, have a ball, do whatever I, do whatever I want. Like, but all that starts early though. They, the schooling is different also. Yeah, so schooling is different, one hundred percent. You know, it's, it's it's much different. Yeah, um, I met a lot of people out there that had quit jobs, that quit. You know, they were just they was doing whatever. And a lot of people that they were about to start uni. Uni is what they say for right. university right. out right. there. So they're like, yeah, before they like, yeah, they were telling me like before we even jump into a, our career after school or uni, like they tell us to go <laughs> travel first, hmm. see the world. Get influences, get experience, do things. Yeah. So now you have a firm. When you come back, you'll have a firm grip, uh, a firm grip about who you are, mm-hmm. what you want to do with your life, and you know what life is like. You, you know, know what, what life you is. You can see what struggle is like as an adult. You can see how like your everyday person lives, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us, at least like the fortunate ones, right, who go from high school straight to college, like that's the normal journey here, right. Um, I've noticed that in taking classes with the kids because mm. I'm like a late college person. Right. Um, they don't have a real grasp on what reality is. They don't understand how many people don't make $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how many people uh, need like public assistance. They don't like that. That stuff is like foreign to them. They right. don't, they don't, they don't think that that could yeah. be them ever. Nope. They don't. And that's why it hits them so hard later. Yeah. And, and again, they don't have any experience, right? So it's like it's like when you apply for jobs and you do all this, and they're like, "Oh, what's your experience?" Right. right. <laughs> I've been in school right. for for, for my been life. reading books for five years, and yeah, reading books about things that don't interest me, right. like yeah. you know, necessarily, right? You got Gen Ed classes, yeah, taking two years of classes you didn't ask for. Yeah, <laughs> why am I paying for something? Whoa, that's some bullshit. I didn't. Act, that it's it's, oh, it's the God. and you know. I think college is is healthy to a degree, to a to a big part, but like paying for classes that you didn't yeah. ask for is a scam. Yeah, if I sold you something that I you didn't ask for, what would you call that? A scam. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay for two years of classes. This is a scam. That's true. So, and I'm like, man, that makes so much sense. Like you said, we go to high school, to college, to a job. At what point did we get any like? experience of just living like of just being somewhere different yeah any type of challenge of communication any type of anything right. like forced to learn a new language or something new language or anything like any like anything like cultivating farm like any type of thing that, that's connected to land right everything we do we go to or anything difficult machine. something difficult something of any type of challenge 100 100 i had a different uh I mean, my my journey was a little different because um, I didn't have like high school straight through college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, I actually had to live first and then go back to college. Mm-hmm. I went to college for one year and left, and then I had to figure shit out. Right, live some life. Right, um, you know, struggle, do all those things when I was like nineteen, twenty, right, twenty one. I had to do it then. And I'm glad I did because, you know, turn around now. You built, you built for any little circuit. Yeah, I'm going on 30, and yeah. I know what it's about already. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know what it's about. And it's people who, opposite, 
you know, they went straight through. They did well in school. Um, they got their career that they went to school for. And I know dudes who did all that, and they literally quit their jobs within three months. Wow. I said, I'm like, this, this shit sucks. I'm going to go be a personal trainer. Or I knew a girl who went to school for four or five years, um, graduated, um, you know, real smart girl. Um, but she went to work with um, kids with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, the kids with kids with autism. I don't want to say this wrong. Kids with autism are, they, are those the ones that could be violent um, when they're like in their teens. I'm pretty wanna, sure these I kids are autistic. I don't want to. I don't want to be uh, get caught lying. <laughs> That's all right. I'm pretty. I'm like. I'm, I'm almost positive it was autistic. Don't kids quote she was us. Working with, <laughs> but the kids were. She was working with like middle school age kids. Right. And like uh, young high school kids, mm-hmm. and she quit her job within like six weeks because she was like, I couldn't. I couldn't take it. I don't lot. know if it was six weeks, but it was really quickly. However, right. however fast it was, fast a lot shorter than the, than the time you spent in school. For oh, it. <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, it yeah. was fast. It was like right. five years, and then like a few months, and I'm done. Wow. She was like, I couldn't take it. Like they're like they hit you, and you know, obviously they don't know better, but like right. she's like, it hurts. <laughs> you know what's crazy? We do internships like pretty much during the schooling or after mm-hmm. after we finish we intern. We, they should let us we should know a little bit of the basics and in, in turn instead so of because then you're like okay i know what i what i'm doing what I'm, I, I get a sense of what it is and, yes. I, and this is not what i'm selling going to yes. sign up for let me switch down and not only that when you when you experience work right no matter what it is right uh say you want to i don't know shit you want to run uh some type of logistics uh company mm-hmm. something like that right so you, if you work, if you do that work, hands on, right? You make the mistakes, you learn, right. you know, you get some experience in it, and mm. then you go to school for it. I think you have a better understanding once you're reading that book of how you can apply what you're reading, exactly. as opposed to the reverse when you're reading a book and it's like you've never even seen this machine before, or you've never even uh, seen a patient before, right? And now you have to apply a book to a person. Right. I think it works better the other way around. Uh, exactly. For me, it definitely agree, does. Agree. Agree. I, me, I think if, if they did the interning or putting you in a situation earlier in the learning, like, obviously, you need to know a little bit of the basics. And right. then the internship, then you're like, okay, it's early in the game. I don't know if this is for me. Right. Let me stop. Let me pause now. Let me save my money and not, yeah, yeah, and not be dumping it into something that I know. I think that happens to a lot of us. We get degrees and stuff. Four times. I feel like I've done that. Like I've used a lot of what what I've done, I've learned, and and in in being in communications and PR, public relations. Is that what you studied? That's what I studied in school. Okay. But I really wanted to take marketing, but at my school, in order to do marketing, they wanted you to go through the business school. I'm like, yeah, that was the same. It wasn't even a major where I went. That wanted. doesn't make sense. It was a concentration. Like, why are you going to make me do something that's taking me a bunch of classes that I can see where you may want to put them in the same umbrella, but they, they, st- I, I could totally be amazing at something without having to yeah. be to suck at this class because this is not what I'm even interested right. in. Like, right. That's a scam to me. Yeah. That's another, fo- you know, they so scam you. They scam, they, they, they're scamming us. They scam, <laughs> they scam me. I was like, man, like. And I remember I took an intro marketing class, and the dude was just so, totally not in touch with where marketing was going. Like, he was not even close. Yeah. 
you know, he he taught the basics, you know, of what the, what it was, which was good, but he totally wasn't like connected to where the world was going, at, you know, especially now with social media, and yeah, just tech in general, people being their own brands and being their yeah. own. You kind of got to pair those now. I feel like. I, don't, I don't think any college could ever have a very successful marketing uh, department without pairing it with tech. Mm-hmm. Now, one hundred percent, it's impossible unless. I think you can. I think there's people that's doing it. I'm sure there's someone out there that's that's in front of people's faces, that's literally doing it out the trunk, as as we as we call sure, it. Sure, there's ideas, man. But but I feel like at some point you yeah. gotta be, yeah, you gotta point. have some internet presence. Yeah, your trunk gonna have a website. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> you gotta have some, some type point. of internet presence. At some point, you got to you you gotta you're gonna be on Instagram or something. Yeah, you can't do it without that. It's, or if you if you do, you're just very very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. But that's... Or someone who has internet presence is is putting a spotlight on you, right? Like someone right, who right, has right. it is putting so either way, by right. indirectly, by proxy, like you're still right. you, being you, put on the internet. Do you see that account uh dude with sign? This is yeah. <laughs> now think about that. He doesn't have does he have Instagram? That's his Instagram. That's now. his Instagram. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought that it was just people just nah, man. Okay, but he's because now I, I know because it's verified and yeah, he, uh, he he he's he's some sort of a brand ambassador. I'm not sure for who, but it's through that like something so simple, him holding up a sign, writing a new message every day. Yep, <laughs> something that and it be maybe real a lot though. Of, yeah, a lot of it us be, are thinking. It be real though. A lot of us are thinking, yep. but <laughs> it's funny. I, I crack up when I see those. Yeah, so that's just and it's brilliant. It's like it you, is. you can you can take and I'm and actually I'm reading two books right now. Uh, what am I reading? Uh, Twenty One Immutable Laws of Branding, and they also have one Twenty One Immutable Laws of Marketing that I'm reading. Um, it's it's great. It's definitely great. But that's just being consistent. Mm-hmm. I gotta read. Yeah, that's that's my thing of, of this year. Like yeah. I gotta read at least one book a month. Yeah, I had a I plan gotta, written down like that. I gotta read at least one book a month. At least I'm starting all shaky. <laughs> I'm supposed to read. 30 minutes a day my past couple of days i've been crazy but i'm getting more dedicated but definitely one book a month i gotta read if you read 30 minutes a day how how, how long will it take you to get through a book so like a like a 300 page book is that a big i feel book? like that's a regular size th- book 300 pages i feel yeah. like that's a big book that's a, that's a big book all right what's a regular book I, I, 200 100? i feel like 150 to 200 pages is probably all right Thirty minutes a day. I think it's I'm the on. way that I think is the, the 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 length of the pages because you know that some some books yeah. will have smaller font, so like the pages yeah. have way more words, right? Right. Way more, you know, whatever. More big Rihanna book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So long pages. But I think if you read thirty minutes a day, like you're going to clear that book easily. You know, like yeah. you're going to clear you're going to clear that book. You know, if it's three hundred pages, like I don't think you have a problem. I'm going to try that. Thirty yeah. minutes. I was trying to like. Go for longer. Like I hour, always read an hour. Two hours. I tell myself thirty minutes, but I always go an hour. Okay, because once you in it, the, the hour's gone, right? Like yeah. thirty minutes, the hour's gone. But at least I want to start small and say, yeah. okay, yeah, thirty it's minutes. Small. I gotta start, but small. it's always an hour. But it's, it, it's always ends up being an hour because I'm like, all right, if I start at six, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna end up reading a whole hour. Sometimes I'm reading two books at a time, so I may read thirty minutes of one book. 30 minutes on another. Oh, okay. So I'm reading the branding and marketing, so I kind of read them together. Is it mostly educational books that you're reading? Or do you read other nah, things too for just entertainment? I read, most of the books I read is normally self-help, 
self-help books, new age books, um, philosoph- you know, philosophical stuff. That's me on a normal basis. Normal, normally, I just like, that's just what I like to read. I like to read something that mean way more than, you know, just on the surface. But being, you know, with the business and everything we're doing, like, I feel like you just got to learn more. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only difference between us and, I guess, you know, it's only just between Jamar and the Jamar that's in the next month or the next year. It's just like, you just know more. <laughs> True. Jamar just knows more. You know what I mean? So that's, I feel like, yo, we just got to know more. That's it. That's the only difference between where we got and where the next step we going. It's like, all right, we just have way more how to. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's part of what's holding me back too. I need to read a little bit more or yeah. a lot more maybe. Yeah. If I, 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 it's got to get this one. And, one of my my uh, one of my friends, um, Carla. This guy goes through books like it's nothing. Like, Damn, I wish so I, I had that it, in me. So I be like, all right, I gotta I gotta ramp it up. I gotta ramp it up. I thought about maybe trying the audio books. Maybe that'll help. Cause I listen I to podcasts. And I it's think probably, it's healthy. It's I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy. I think at least it getting in your head. Right. Whether you some people are more audible. Right. I like to look at words and read it and yeah, say it in my head. Read it again. Read it again. Yeah. But the audio thing does help. I, I listen to a lot of interviews. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. you. I listen to a mm-hmm. lot of interviews. Like, if I'm not reading something or if I don't have to read something, I'd rather, like, like in the morning, I might play, like, some old lectures from, like, Reverend Ike. I may, whoever got, like, really good content, really good interview content, I'll mm-hmm. let that be playing while I'm doing whatever, doing, you know, internet work or whatever the case is. But You read when you go away? I always bring a book with me. Never read it, but <laughs> I never. I get. I'll read it on. I'll be on the airport yeah. there or yeah. airport back. But when I'm there, mm-hmm. I tr- I'm so like present with it. Right, right. It's hard to read. It's hard to read when you're away, unless you got a day like yo. I'm at the beach today. I was about to say and that's more for the people. Chilling. Yeah, it's more yeah. for those people who yeah. stay on the at the pool or at yep. the beach and just sit there for six hours. Yeah, yeah. I guess they would probably read. I, I like that aesthetic though. Like, like if like you know. A lot of things I do is like when I'm here, I'm back home in the states. I'm working, I'm working. I'm envisioning a place I want to go to mm-hmm. in the year. Like so, this year, Japan is high on my list right now. Japan's okay. on my list. Kauai is on my list, and Peru. You said Hawaii. Yeah, Ka- okay. Kauai, Kauai in Hawaii. Yeah. Kauai, Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, and Peru. Those are like mm-hmm. three spots. I'm like, I'm going to there. I'm going there this year. So I work. I'll be at the gym. I'll envision that. These are things I'm envisioning. And of course, you got your goals, or whatever the yeah. other stuff. Right. But that's the. But when I'm there, when I'm there, like say I'm, I'm in, uh, say I'm in Machu Picchu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm envisioning my goals back home. Right. Sorry, I'm envisioning my goals back home. So I kind of like ping pong. I do that too. My mindsets where where I'm going. Yeah. When I get back home, I'm about to. We about to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it just yeah. it just helps with visualizing. Definitely. It's almost like a reward. Like all right, I got yeah. to this place. I rewarded myself with going yeah. here. What's next? Great motivation. Yeah, I love. That's what I. That's the main reason I love going away. Mm, is yeah, that, you know, you get to think clearly. Think clearly. Um, the air reset. Reset. You know, visualize and say, you know, oh, when I get home, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. Yep, exactly. You know, and um, and do it. I think I think I went away right before um I started doing the show. If I'm not wow. mistaken, I did. As a matter of fact, that's major. I, I went to Cabo, and. You know, I was thinking about yeah, everything. Yeah, I saw your photos. I was like, yeah, it looks fire out there. Yeah, it is. It, it looks fire. Honestly, you got to, 
like I told you, I, I take off. Like when I go, yeah. I just take off because yeah. it was all like old people there. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I it's kind of high end. It's kind of it's kind of pricey it in is. Cabo, right? It from is. What I hear. It is. Mm-hmm. It is because um, they get a lot of um, retired right. uh, people or uh, families from a, a lot of people from Alaska go there because it's. Mm. Um, that's like their West Coast shit. They go to Cabo. That's their vibe. They yeah, like they go to Cabo. Uh, a lot of people from um, Washington, California, um, they all go to Cabo. Um, yeah, it's, it's Cabo's always had that name, right? Cabo. Yeah, it Cabo was a lot San of people Lucas. from Colorado too. A lot of people from Colorado were there. Um, it was nice. I met a lot of people there. It was it was fun. Fire. I had a lot of fun. But yeah, I, I, I took off though. I was like, I was going to places I wasn't supposed to go. Like, like you, some of the spots you you look like you went off the. You know the uh, I did the unbeaten path, I and that's what did. I like. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. Yeah, I was yeah. like, damn, I want to get a picture up there. So um, I met these people, or whatever. I'm like, I think I could climb that. I, I do that. I climb everything. Anything, right. I, anything I see, I can climb. I try to climb. So Fire. I was like, fuck, I think I, I think I can get up there. So I'm climbing one rock, climbing another rock, and uh, I had just got this phone, the um, 11, the mm-hmm. iPhone 11, and I'm um, climbing up there, and I'm in swimming trunks. I think I was barefoot. Like, oh wow, I just was like walking on the beach and saw this shit. So um. I'm like, fuck it. And there's a resort right next to that. Wow. <laughs> so I know I wasn't supposed to be up right, there because yeah, I'm, like, they... overlooking, like, their massage area. Oh, shit. So um, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. So I'm like, what are they going to do? Climb up here and come get me? Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm right. like, fuck it. They got to be ready to Yeah. I told him. Matter of fact, I saw um a security guy walking on the beach, and he yeah. looked up at me. And I told I said, come get me. <laughs> Enjoy, bro. Yeah, exactly. He just laughed. He just laughed. <laughs> they don't care, man. Yeah. So I went I went up to the top, and um on the way down, I had the phone in my pocket. And it slid right out because wow. I was going down feet first. It was like real jagged up there. Right, right. So I, I went down like two, like two steps, and all I see is the phone come out of my pocket. Slow motion. Oh my In god. Slow motion. Oh my In god. Slow motion. You like it's sliding. Come it's just on. sliding rock to rock to rock to rock. And then there was a big ass gap where it would have fell like right in between the mountain, like in the middle, all the way to the bottom. I would have never saw this shit again. Right, bro. I got so lucky. It got stuck on two rocks that were like right next to each other. So it just was laying on two rocks. Wow. And ain't even get that's all I got. Oh, that little good. crack. Oh, yeah, ain't nothing even happened to it. So I was I was super lucky, but um I just laughed like I don't care about this yeah. phone. I don't even have a case on. I don't care about this shit. Right. But uh that that was fun. Cabo was fun. And when I came back, um well while I was out there, I was like, All right, when I get back, you know, I had to I had to come back, finish um my school semester. But I was like, I really want to get this podcast started because mm-hmm. I've been like mapping it out for the past year basically. Oh wow. Like I had done like couple photo shoots already that i just never did anything with the pictures yet right everything i was trying to get everything right and uh, i'm like you know what when i get back i'm gonna just start it yeah i just gotta start it like you know i know what to do honestly that's the key you gotta (laughs) i guess what's to say they start start before you're ready yeah like yeah yeah because you'll be you'll you'll never be ready you'll be waiting all day so you know i just i just jumped in and i know i know what i'm doing it's not like i don't know so i'm like Man, like, what's the worst? And if you don't, you're going to figure it out. Exactly. Right? So, worst, I could, worst, worst is going to happen, I'm going I'm to hit delete. <laughs> right, right. That's it. So um, that's, 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 a, that's a gym. That's uh, definitely a gym. So you want to go to Peru? Uh, Japan. Japan. Peru. And I would like... To, those are the top two. Japan and Peru okay. is definitely like... Well, if I could finesse Kauai at some point, maybe the end of the year. Yeah. Finesse Kauai. I've always wanted to go to Kauai. I'll sell a couple big ass houses, get out. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the crazy thing, that's how I kind of like yeah. see like some of the, so the extracurricular goals. I'm like, okay, that's a boom. That's a deal. That's I put, a this house. It's a deal. I put to the side. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Okay. Yep. So yeah, that's 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 one thing that's good about the way you could process your goals and your, your bills or whatever the case is. You just like right, boom. 
that's my payment for that for the year. Right. That's that for the year. I I want to uh, put something into stocks. Boom. I want to put something into this. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll put that. So it does help. It does mm-hmm. help. You just got to be really diligent about your planning. Yeah. Real diligent about, you know, what you're doing. And that's with anything, right? It's mm-hmm. like right. once you put some goals aside, you be like, yo, I actually, you know, it's crazy. When I when I was doing the, um, when I was planning to do the, the one-way trip, the backpacking trip, I had folders. I mean, not folders. I had envelopes because I didn't want to, at the time, I, I probably could have, but I didn't open up a bunch of accounts. But I had envelopes. I had an envelope that said travel. Mm-hmm. I had an envelope that said this. And after every paycheck, I put like a certain amount in there. Physical money. Physical money. And it was just an envelope, and I didn't touch it. Yeah. I had a, I had an envelope for just emergency savings. You know, they say people don't have money for emergencies, right, right. just for life. Right. So I did one for that. Yo, you'd be surprised how fast you save money. Yep. You'd be like, yo. You just look. I got like yep. twelve hundred in here. Quick too. Quick because you only you put it away. You don't think you about don't it. You don't even think about yep. it. You don't even think. You yep. like yo. Yep. That's how that compound. That's yep. how it really worked. Like so. That's what happened when um with my um with my mutual fund that mm-hmm. I contribute to. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? It was like fairly recently too. I needed money for something. I'm like, damn, where where am I gonna get this money from? And I was like. Oh shit! I'm fucking. I got mad, I got mad money I'm right good. over there. Mad money right over there. Yeah, I got mad money right over yeah, there. So like, I'm good. Yeah, and, and that's a great feeling, bro. What? Great feeling, bro. Like you don't like, even gotta think about it. Like let me call Bill and get this money out yeah. of here. You know, it's yeah. easy, just like that. But that was years of me yeah. just not even and never even being able to touch the money. Mm. You know, just right out of my check. It right. goes somewhere. I don't ever see it. You don't see it. I don't even I, I read the statements here and there, but like I don't even look at it. Yeah. I don't even want to know what's in there. You account. know it's there. You just I know, know it's there. piling up. Mm-hmm. He he gives me uh an update like a couple times a year. Yeah. You know, so I know it's doing okay. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to worry about. Yep. You know, but you're right though. People definitely got to get yeah. right with yeah. um you know, setting some money aside and I remember I was a waiter and mm. um I'm, I I don't even know where I got the idea from, but I was just like, I'm going to save all my $5 bills. I'm just not going to spend any $5 bills. Because mm. I used to get a lot of them in tips, you know? So right. I'm like, you I know, heard of whatever. people doing that too, saving $5 bills. Yeah, I forget where I, where I got the idea from. But I, I did that for um, not even that long. And uh, I remember I had to pay my rent uh, like the following month. And I basically was able to pay almost all my rent in five dollar bills that's crazy. like just that quickly i was like damn like i i probably wouldn't have put that much away if if i tried to if like if i moved from to. my savings from my check into my savings account mm-hmm. i wouldn't have done that in five dollar bills i did it you know so that's 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 just man i i had that happened to me one time i was like i didn't even need money i just like Yo, I got an account, another account. Like, <laughs> what? Is, like, oh snap! It's like it's just it's amazing, man. It's amazing. But if we don't know these practices or some of these strategies or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. it's like you just save money or you don't invest it right. or whatever the case is. So it's important. It's definitely important for sure. It's definitely important. But yeah, man, the tra- uh, traveling help. It changed my mindset on a lot. Like I came back from that from that trip a different person because I spent. I ended up being away. The backpacking trip. The backpacking trip. So where did you, where did you end up going in okay. total? So I went to I went to so I went to Bangkok Bangkok Thailand. Okay. 
and I spent a month in Thailand alone. A month. A month. Like I had, I was having such a good time. I was like, "Oh shit, it's been thirty days. I've been in Thailand for thirty days." That's crazy. I, so I spent time in Bangkok. Then I went up to um, Chiang Mai, which is north, uh, which is amazing. Then, I, then you know, Thailand has a bunch of islands in the south. Mm-hmm. Like all these different islands, islands where they shot movies and stuff like that. So, how were the people there? Like, how did they treat you? Man, like Thailand and like the, my whole trip, I got like, and people are always surprised. They're like, oh, how did how did they treat black folks? How did they treat you? Da, da, da. I got red carpet treatment, bro. Really? I can't, yeah, I got like they treated me so well. Wow. Um, obviously, some places you go, they're just they're just in awe. They're just in awe that, that you're like, a black person standing that you're in front of them. A, a, you're a black person standing in front of them. Mind you, I had a lot of that's hair so, at the time. That's so funny to me. I had a lot of hair. I had a huge fro. However, I did my hair at the, at the time. So it was just like, and to be quite frank, like everywhere I went in Thailand, they thought I was Thai. Really? They thought I was Thai or they thought I was like Cambodian. And like what, <laughs> what people don't understand is like, so you have the Thai, right? Like they're they're a lot of them are like you know, you know the typical Asian bright yellow co- color or whatever the case is. Because mm-hmm. the Chinese came in and obviously they mixed right. that gene pool. But if you go to like the north or the south, you see Thai that's our like our complexion. Like you start to see that like indigenous like that that. What's the land out there? Is is it a lot of? Is there a jungle out there in Thailand? A lot of jungle. A lot of jungle, right? There's a lot. Southeast Asia probably has like. Because like Vietnam is jungles. A lot of jungle. A lot of jungle in certain areas. Obviously, you know the cities. You have cities, yeah, of course, whatever, of course. But they do have jungle. They do have, you know. But that's where those people would be from. Yeah, those type of areas with the dark skin, being in the sun all day, being in the sun, and that's another thing. In 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 Bangkok. You know, you'll see the women putting on like the the, the skin creams and all that the stuff. Powder makeup, the powder. <laughs> they wearing uh, cake soap. Cake soap. <laughs> they, you know, they don't want to get. And I'm like, this is interesting, yeah. but they don't want to be. They don't want to be categorized with yeah. the people that work maybe as farmers mm-hmm. or work in the field or whatever the case. Manual is. laborers. The manual laborers or whatever. They're That's trying, that Western mindset, it's though. The West. They all. They're mind, coming they, in the city. That's what that like is. Like all of us, we got even mm-hmm. here in America, oh, we're for mind sure, fucked yeah. too. For so sure, I'm not for sure. Through. But um, they have that mindset. A lot of them have that mindset where they're trying to market to. It's funny because you see things. Obviously, there's things in, in in Thai, but most things are in English. So you already see who they're marketing to, right? If you got stuff in right. English, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, we see you trying to get that. You trying to get the American bread. You trying to get the American tourists or whatever the case is, but. That's always been interesting to me too. Right. Wherever you go, most places, generally mm-hmm. speaking, the people know a bit of English. Right. Just enough to, you know, have a to decent make a sale. to have a decent exchange. <laughs> they know a bit. Word. But if we go to Thailand, the average person knows zero Thai. I wouldn't even know how to say hello. It was rough. That's probably the roughest thing traveling. The language. Because every yeah. for me, like yeah, at least Every couple of days or every week, I'm I'm moving on to another city, another country. Right. Cause so I went from I went from Thailand. I spent a month in Thailand. Mm-hmm. I traveled north to Chiang Mai. Uh, then further north to a place called Pai. Pai is a place at the top of Thailand where a lot of uh, a lot of hippies after the '70s they went mm-hmm. to Pai. They went up there. Okay. <laughs> hippies congregate in weird places. Yeah. 
But the energy, you definitely feel that energy. Like, yeah. you know, they went up there. Then we went from, and I say we, because even though I went by myself, mm-hmm. it's like a circuit, right? So it's like you meet backpackers that's maybe coming from north to south. Maybe you're meeting backpackers that came from Cambodia already. So you meeting people, you getting cool with people. Mm-hmm. So I met, um, I would meet people and get cool. Like, yo, we're going here. You coming? So I'll, yeah, I'm going That's that way dope. anyway. That's all dope. right, so we go, we all together. We all catching, we all on the on the train, sleeper train. They got trains that fold into into like bunks, and travel up north wow. overnight. Wow. So I'm with my guy from Germany. All right, I mean, I'm <laughs> my bro. I gotta hit my guy uh, Roberto from Sardinia. That's crazy. I got people to this day. I have like at least twenty people in Europe, like friends that I met. Like, yo, when you coming out here? Like. We ain't we at Crete. We in Greece. When you coming? We waiting for you. That's like to best, this day. That's the best part, right? You know, there. so it's like we got you. You ain't gotta worry about where yeah. to stay. Like that's the best part right there. Two homegirls in UK right now. Nice. They like, when you we still waiting. It's been seven years. Where are you? <laughs> and that's another thing this year. I I'm finally I'm gonna go to, I'm definitely gonna do Europe this year. I haven't gone, yeah. but so we go from there to Lao. Lao is like a Yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny little One of my best friends is, is oh, uh, she's Laotian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. yeah. Went there. That Supposed was to see her next week actually. Word? Yeah, That's she, fire. She, she, That's dope. Yep, yep. Um stopped there for like 4 days. Literally was just trying to go from there to Vietnam. You just got to pass through. Mm-hmm. Went to Vietnam and traveled all the way from the top, from from the top to the bottom of Vietnam. Wow. And out of people, oh, what was your favorite place? What was your favorite? I'm like Vietnam by hands down. What what was so good about it? The energy's fire. The uh, the people were great. The food is like I didn't know much about Vietnamese food honestly before yeah. going there, and then I just got turned out. Like, really, it is, the food is amazing. It's beautiful, man. I never been to a place where it's like mountains, canyons, waterfalls, flatland, all in one place. Just all. It's just beautiful. Damn. It's just beautiful. My favorite place in the world is probably in Vietnam. Really? A place called Hoi An. Like, favorite place in the world. Um, There's no beef with Americans because of, uh, of the war? They great, don't have any... Great uh, question. Yeah. So I went to the um, Vietnam War Museum. You did? In, in, in uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was in Ho Chi Minh City. So I went there. So I like, let me, I, like, I feel like I'm American. Like, I need to go. I need to go. I want to see it from their side, you know? Yeah. So went there and seen, like, the the internment camps and the, the stuff that we had them going, like, we had them going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. It's war. Crazy. It's war. It, it is war. It's war. Then I also went to, because, you know, the, the Vietnamese, they had, like, their underground bunkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> these bunkers were like little towns. I've heard stories about these bunkers. I've so when you go, they they have like they show you like a diagram of like these 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 bunkers, these underground towns, so to speak. They go down four or five levels, and then they have like a little little example where you go in. Mind you, they purposely made them for the Vietnamese. The Vietnamese are like this high. Like this high, yeah. So that they made them so where like American men couldn't fit. They're too big, right? Right. But they could easily get down there. So they had it where we could go down like two levels. Bro, I went down one level. I was it was just too claustrophobic. And then there's another like three, four levels. Three, four levels. Oh wow. So they had it where like (laughs) 
over here, and mind you, they know this because they already have the diagram. They know there's schools down there, this kitchen. They have ways to know how to cook and making holes so the air can ventilate. Wow. They have bunks, the areas where people sleep, like whole whole towns. Yeah, that's impressive. And it went and it went like miles. So they they needed to get behind mm-hmm. the you know the uh, the Amer- the Americans in war or whatever the case is. They they just they had the whole landscape. So like you don't even know what you're walking into. Right, right, right. You don't have a clue. Already across the world. You don't. Have, so it, it was just like wow. Oof. So that was a whole perspective to see. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It was crazy. I was like wow. Yeah. Damn. But um yeah, my favorite place. So so for Vietnam, once I got down to the bottom of Vietnam, went to Cambodia. Was able to see like, you know, Angkor Wat, which was. Probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. What is it? Uh, Angkor Wat. That's where the that? that's um you you know uh, Tomb Raider. Yes, I saw like all of those things. The the like 14th century, 15th century temples. Was that Cambodian? That's Tomb Cambodia. Okay, that's in Cambodia. Yeah, know. Angkor Wat is like top five, top ten places. You know, okay, best. You know, that's places you want to see in the world. Um, but yeah, I saw the temple. You know, all that type of stuff. And looking at these temples that are from 14th, 15th century, and you see the faces, you know who they look like. <laughs> yeah. So that was just amazing to see, like, yo, like, wherever we go, like, these dudes yeah. look just like us. That's crazy. Mind you, the darkest people in Southeast Asia are Cambodian. Bro, they're, like, as black as that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And it was funny. Guess what country was the most underdeveloped? Which one? Cambodia. So it's, like, it's funny that the, the darkest people... Yeah. Is is also the most underdeveloped country as well. So it's just like you just draw certain dynamics when you're traveling. Of course. Um, where did I go from Cambodia? Cambodia, I, I flew to Malaysia. Malaysia is just fly as fuck, fly as fly as hell. And then from Malaysia, I flew to Bali. Okay. So in all, I had went to what six or seven countries, just yeah, yeah. bouncing around, train, bus, bus, Sheesh. flight here and there. And then once I I went from uh, Bali back to Bangkok, I spent like a little bit more time back in Bangkok. Bangkok is like New York City. Wherever you go, you you can you can always go back to Bangkok, and that's like the city, right? Gotcha. So it's like I'm in rare places, I'm in small places, but like all right, Bangkok, and you kind of get used to it because Bangkok's like twice the size of New York, maybe even two and a half times the size. That of big? Bangkok's huge, bro. Oh wow, it's insane. It's it's huge. Sheesh. It's huge. Like in Bangkok, you need like. Let's say you look at a map, right? And you're like, oh, I could just walk to this street and take the train. Or whatever the case is. The, the First of all, the sidewalks aren't that super paved. They're paved, but not super paved. You got to walk up, down. It's like it's like a workout, just getting to <laughs> just getting to the train. Yeah. You Most times you catch a, a motor taxi. So you'll hop on a motor taxi to get to the train. You take the train to a stop, get off the train, then take a motor taxi to where you want to go. Damn. <laughs> Might as well push the train at that yeah, point. It, it's, 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 it, it, it's a task. Like traveling, is, it feels way more of a yeah. task than New York City. Yeah. But it's way more of an adventure, too. Yeah. So it's like I'm on a motorcycle. Itself. I get off the motorcycle. I hop on the train. Get off the train. Take the motorcycle. And then, Damn. then, I, then I walk a couple blocks. And the addresses are weird. So it's like Main Street. When you say the address, it's like Sukhumvik 5, Preeti 10, Soy 2. So it's like Main Street, Substreet, then the substreet of that 
upstreet. Oh, wow. Okay. That's and if now imagine, <laughs> imagine you American and you say that wrong anyway. You're already saying it wrong, right. and they're looking at you like, right. where are you going? Right. And you like, Sukumvik 10, Preeti 5, Soy 2. Right. And you happen to say it right. It's like, okay. Yeah, like, this country motherfucker. <laughs> so it's like, we just got to say the, uh, the avenue. That's it. Yeah. Imagine saying Springfield Avenue. Uh, if, if, saying like a, the cross street. Springfield Avenue. Uh, uh, South Orange Street, Side Street Three, right, and that's the address, right. You like yo, <laughs> you just had three address, but no, that's how you gotta get to where you going. Yeah, it's crazy. Shit. Imagine, so, how long was that entire trip? Two and a half months. Two and a half. Two months. and a half months. It was. I left. I left the end of. I left the end of August, and I came back in uh, middle of November. Damn. Did, yeah, you lo- did you lose weight? Yeah, I lost weight. Yeah, definitely. Definitely lost weight. All that moving around. All that moving around, carrying a big backpack. So I got to like, imagine your diet's better out there, though. My diet was better. I mean, at certain places, I was going crazy. But for the most part, it's better because the food... It's more natural. It's probably. more natural. The yeah. food was a lot better yeah. or whatnot. Um, a lot of traveling, a lot of moving around, a lot of... Being on steps, you know, Thailand, all these temples have steps, thousand steps, ten steps, a lot of walking. You're walking everywhere for the most part. I'm on, I rented, we rent motorbikes places. It was, it was a real adventure. It was a real adventure, like 100%. Like, damn. It was a real adventure, 100%. That sounds So cool. I recommend it. And it was a solo trip. You know, again, you're never really by yourself, but I always tell people, you got to. You went by yourself. I went by myself, yeah. but I was, I think through, through, throughout two and a half months, I might have been alone, alone, maybe for like four days, maybe. Like in 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 the span of time, two and a half months. Alone, alone, maybe maybe four days, maybe f- four days, right. four or five days. That's how you're supposed to do it. You got the formula. Yeah. So, but I recommend you know p- take a solo trip. Not it don't gotta be there. Uh, obviously, you don't have to do anything as drastic as that. Right. But like. Take a solo trip to you know wherever, like spend some time. You know you make you're gonna meet way more people alone because you have to. You force because you forced to. You forced to, and you know when we go to trips, you know with friends, whatever, we could be right in that little cocoon of our friends. Right, you don't you, have to, and never have to say anything to anybody else yep. outside of just paying a bill. Exactly. When you by yourself, at some point you're gonna have to speak to somebody, you're or to, you're gonna be at the bar by yourself, or a restaurant. Somebody's gonna speak to you, yep. spark up conversation yep. on the train, whatever. Yeah. That's a tip that I would tell people for, yeah. for sure. Like I just did a solo trip to Sedona, Arizona, uh, for my birthday. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it um, nice. yeah, it was it was amazing, and that's a that's a tip that I would definitely give. Is like if you're traveling by yourself, sit at the bar, eat at the bar. Yeah. There's normally other people that's by themselves at the bar. Or talk to the bartender. Talk to the bartender. <laughs> the bartender is going to tell you everything about the town, right. where to go. Right. I remember I sat at the bar at this at this restaurant, and um, this older couple, they come to Sedona once a year. They was telling me all these great places to go. One of them that I actually took their advice and went, they were amazing. Like they were from California. These people are loaded too. Like you could tell these some, some Texas cowboy guys. Yeah. It's just like. So they were they were hella cool. They like go here, try this out, do that, eat here, have a great time. Call us if you're ever in the in, like, <laughs> mind you, ten minutes. How it is, man? And it's like, yo, That's wow, okay. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing happened to me in Cabo. I was yeah. walking down the boardwalk, and these it's like four people. I don't even remember where they were from. But yeah. 
I, next thing I know, I'm we sitting on swings, eating and drinking yeah, together. Chopping you know? it up. Yep, the whole time. We exchanging numbers, sending pictures to each other, like within all within a matter of 15 minutes. It's I couldn't crazy. have been there longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just, yeah. It's, and people kind of like, ha- they kind of know, they can, sense, they can see that energy, they can see your aura, they can for see sure, that sure. this guy's good, you know, good energy. Right, like, right, right. Yo, it's crazy. I remember one time I went to, I went to Tulum, went to Tulum by myself and met this met this uh met this dude who was he was um super ironic he was from iran <laughs> he's from iran amazing dude he worked in norway for um one of these companies i don't know if it was like bentley one of these car companies mm-hmm. but they also sell their engines or whatever so he was doing working for the, for their company doing engines for boats super fly job um and another guy from france they didn't know each other Somehow we all got cool. Me, him, and this guy from France. It was like a t- like tandem, pretty much. And um, we ended up chopping it up. We just kind of clicked on the, like the metaphysical and spiritual level, just how we saw the world and like mm-hmm. you know what we're gonna do back home with our jobs and our business ideas and stuff. Yeah. But it was just like, yo, this was mad random. You know what I mean? It's, it's those those always the best ones. It's always the best ones. So. Anytime I've done that, like, is I've always met someone or a group of people that's like, yo, like, when I get out here, we're going to link up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to see how life has, you know, yeah. taken us different paths or whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah. Nah. That's dope, man. Yeah. 100%. So what, what, are, you, what are you doing to, um, you're going to start a podcast? Yes. So, yes. Let's say yes. So, let's say yes. Let's just confirm it. Let's just look. You should because you, you, you got a lot of stories. And, um, yeah. And I just feel a, like that's kind of a niche thing it's to, a passion. to talk about. It's a passion. I feel like when you're talking about things that you're passionate about or you're passionate about knowing about what other people yeah. are into or whatever, we talk about these things forever, right? It's, it's like easy. It's almost like therapy. I feel like pod, being like podcasting is almost like therapy because you get it to. Is hear other people and other people get to hear you mm-hmm. everybody gets to kind of get some stuff yep. off their brain long form one-on-one long form one-on-one and, yep. and i think that's missing because you know with the social media as we touched on like yeah. people don't really communicate right like maybe that's why podcasting you know it's taken off to yeah. take off when it did because right. at the height of social media maybe you need more of that right therapeutic release right right from uh through podcasts or interviews or whatever it is to you know that helps you get whatever off your chest or listen to somebody else maybe right. help you get through it maybe there's like a correlation there. yeah I don't know. i'm sure there's some and i'm sure there's a podcast um i listened to one and i don't want to be you know put, you know mentioning too many other places outside of it's this okay. platform but okay. um i think it might have been malcolm gladwell Cause he always talks about things on a, like a mental, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. correlations and things like that. There's always a, a, a correlation. I feel like between what we do and why we do it, mm-hmm. and it's good that there's people that want to know the in between, right? Right. Rather right, than right. us, we just like it is what it is. Right. 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 We do it. We do it. <laughs> but there's always a rhyme or reason, and it's yeah. like, yo, that yeah. makes so much sense. Like yeah. why we are the way we are. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think that's why like um, Zodiac and stuff like that. You know, how everybody's like, oh. Everybody cares about retrograde and Zodiac everything. crazy. Yeah. Right so I'm just yeah. like, yeah. I think it just gives people a reason to confirm you know, why they are or why we are the way we are. Probably. It just gives you like, all right. People like reinforcement. People like reinforcement. We they all do. like reinforcement. They love, it. they love it. You know what I mean? It's like a reason. It's so like, if they already thought it and then they're 
they the read their thing. Yeah, exactly. That's all. That's all they're looking for anyway. Exactly. And if it doesn't match, they'll be like, eh. Yeah. Well, this wasn't true anyway, yeah, so that's yeah, not me. Yeah, so. that's not me. Yeah. So I think that I think that's whole that whole thing is funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But it's cool. It, it's like it's like it's almost like the flavor of the week. You it, know what I mean? Definitely. But it's become more interesting to me. Come, like before, I used to completely just, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, just nod it off. Like, nah. nah that, don't, like, that don't mean what? anything. That's, maybe it does have some Maybe, maybe it has a little bit. Maybe yeah. it's a percentage. Be a little more open-minded. Right, right. You know, it's right. fine. But, um, yo, we got to wrap this up. We can go for three hours. Yeah, um, Thank you. Thank you for coming through. Uh, thank you, bro. I have fun. Um, thank you. Shout come out. back Come back when you get back from uh, Machu Picchu. Yeah, yeah. I, and, when, and, when let's, and when it started, when we start. Our podcast, yeah. You are a traveler. You got a lot to. You got a lot to pull. So you know. Uh, hopefully, we, I'll have a lot more. You, yeah, I'm, nah. I'm this, I feel like you. this year is definitely gonna be a year of travel for a lot of people. You yeah, know. I hope so. It's yeah. different now. I got a got a daughter now, so I can't just get up and wow. go when I want. But uh, I, you know, I can still make it happen. It'll be good for her too, for sure. And when she's when sure. she's at, when she's able to. Yeah, I want to. I want to start taking her as, as as soon as I can. Yeah. Cause um I don't want to stop so right right I just gotta bring it with me that's love and uh, that's love. it's work but um yeah you know it's my baby nah, so. thank you bro yeah man thank you thank you for coming um uh, what's your Instagram if anybody wants uh, to follow my you, Instagram some of your picks. yes one hundred percent or real estate related or um, real estate so. if you're looking to buy a house sell a house sell a house buy a house invest and thank you thank you again for um for oh, putting well, me on I got my real estate license recently yes, and 100%. reached out to Wells great resource great mentor. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's a lot of great things in store for for us both. Yeah, you know, moving you, forward. So I'm excited about that. Um, uh, my first handle is Wish for Wells. That is W I S H. The number four, Wells, and uh, the number four and Wells. W E L L Z. So that is Wish the number four Wells. Um, on Instagram, my uh full real estate handle is Sold by Wells uh, on Instagram. S O L D. Um, by B Y Wells W E L L Z. So sold by Wells and wish for Wells. Uh, uh, that's where you can find me. Reach out to me. All right. And man, thank you. Thank you for having me, no, bro. No doubt. We'll uh, we'll be on the lookout for your podcast. Um, we're gonna wrap this one up. It's been another episode of More Fish. Uh, check us out next week. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, More Fish Pod. I think that's it. We out. Out. Peace. <laughs>